You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. In Kofi Zan's often terrifying novel, The Never List, Sarah and her friend Jennifer begin the novel trapped in a cellar. Jennifer and I, of all people, should not have ended up in that cellar. We were not your average 18-year-old girls abandoning all caution once set loose for the first time on a college campus. We took our freedom seriously and monitored it so carefully it almost didn't exist anymore. We knew what was out there in that big wide world better than anyone, and we weren't going to let it get us. We had spent years methodically studying and documenting every danger that could possibly ever touch us. Avalanches, disease, earthquakes, car crashes, sociopaths and wild animals, all the evils that might lurk outside our window. We believed our paranoia would protect us. After all, what are the odds that two girls so well-versed in disaster would be the ones to fall prey to it? When she started writing the book, Zan was an entertainment lawyer working for MTV with a normal life, a husband and children. She had to carve out a piece of the day to transport herself to a very different world. I would write it every day at the same time from 5 to 6 in the morning, so I would have to really get my head in that space. And, you know, I, some people were surprised that I could be writing such dark material and then lead the rest of my life, you know, take the kids to school and make the lunches and do all that. But I really compartmentalized it, so that was sort of my time to go into this dark space. Zan used this dark space to explore her fear of the possible calamities that could befall her. I like to joke that it's a novel of ideas. They were things that I think about a lot and that trouble me, and so it was very helpful for me to use this book to think about them and explore them. And one of them is, you know, fate and statistics and probability and and control over your life. Because I have always felt that personally, if I know every single thing that can possibly happen to me, if I know, you know, all the bad things that can happen, I'm going to be able to protect myself against them. Zan's story is a unique work of crime fiction that views the events from the victim's perspective. My goal was that any time there was violence against women happening in the book, it was that woman who told the story. Um, because I do think that, in general, healing from trauma, so much of that is, a, is about controlling your narrative and telling your story. So I thought that was um, you know, a, a, a good way to, first of all, not have those women, women be objects, but rather have them be the subject of their own narrative. As The Never List was released, details of a real crime echoed those in the novel. It wasn't surprising to me that multiple people were held captive together, but certainly the fact that it was the three women uh, was so similar to my book that I, obviously I was, I was very shocked. I had tons of people reaching out to me saying, oh my God, you know, this is this is just like your book. I, I was so devastated by these stories because I do think that I've developed a particular kind of empathy for women who have gone through these experiences because I've read so many of their stories and my brain was inhabiting that space. I'm, I'm so happy for these women and I, I know they're going to have a long journey to rebuild their lives and I hope that they're able to do that. Kothi Zan's The Never List does not explore or exploit the dark reaches of the human psyche. Instead, Zan tells the stories of those who come in contact with that darkness and what it takes to survive. 
With Time to Read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.